Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell. 428-9494 is the phone number. 928-428-9494. Happy Wednesday everybody. Hope you're doing okay. Uh, as, as I learned this morning from two sources, we, we have a little bit of illness flowing through the community. So be safe, be smart. Um, you know, if you're not feeling great, look, I don't care what your political persuasion is when it comes to health. I just don't. I want everybody to be healthy. I know people saw masks as a political statement. It's not. Let's look to our friends in Japan. When you don't feel well, slap a mask on. That's all. If you got a little sniffle, got a little runny nose, put a mask on. We'll, we'll hopefully tamp down. And hopefully hinder the spread. Yeah, exactly. Of whatever's going around. I don't care if it's flu. The flu I, or anything. I think we just had um, one child die from the flu. Oh. Um, I want to say Pima. I think it was Pima, although it might have been on the res. Um, so flu's out there. Yes. You know, and, and yes, Get whether or not vaccine. you believe in COVID or not, I, I don't care if you do or don't. Just if you don't feel good. And you're out, just wear a mask. Yeah. That's all. It's so, it's what everybody in Asian communities does, and they're generally healthier. Yeah, I got my vac my flu vaccine from um, the uh, county fair, Greenlee County Fair in Duncan. The health department was there, and they were giving flu vaccines, and I was like, "Hey, yep. go ahead, let's get let's get it done." I'm gonna schedule mine with our health department. That's what I did last year. By yeah. the way, that voice you hear, Nick Nordgrenteas, he's with the Boys and Girls Club of the Gila Valley, and uh, you you work with uh, Germ Factory. <laughs> it's kids, and we love our children. Yeah. It's kids. That's <laughs> and what yes, they do. You're right. It is. It is exposure at its at its finest. <laughs> uh, but last year, I got, I got my flu and COVID vaccine through our health department. I'll do the same thing again this year. Uh, my wife got mad because after, because she got it at the same time and she said, I got so sick. And I was oh, like, yeah. I didn't. So, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, it's stuff like that that I, it reminds me how how unique each one of our bodies are. Like I was telling you about my father through yep. the whole thing. Not once did he contract COVID. Not once through the whole three years. And, you know, that's amazing to me. That's, you know, he's got a great immune system. Now he falls, <laughs> he well, falls and injures himself. But, but as far as the COVID goes, he, he has steered clear of it. Knock on wood. That's good for him. Yeah, for sure. Boys and girls club. They yes. do such wonderful work. Uh, our kids, they provide such a safe place for our children. Uh, they, you, you, cause you're with the club. Uh, safe place for our children, a place for our children to get help for education after school. Look, let's face it. Sometimes kids need a little extra something after school, but you don't want to just hammer them with education. You want them to be kids still. And boy, the Boys and Girls Club does a tremendous job with that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we've got, we just came off of a, uh, our Halloween bash, which was our three events over the weekend, uh, before Halloween <clears throat> where we, we did a pumpkin patch. We did a haunted house. We did a date night and we talked about that last time, but it was, it was successful. We, we reached probably over the three days, close to 500 adults and children, about a hundred plus families in that area. Um, but you know, we're, 
we're planning for next year already and looking forward to that event um, for next year. But this this year we've got uh, we're inaugural year for our Yule Ball. And what we're doing with that is we're offering a alcohol free dress up formal kind of event. Um, the idea came from, you know, the Harry Potter Yule Ball and, and you know, the wintertime frills and the wintertime fun and stuff like that. And that's where the idea came from. Uh, and then we decided that, you know, to, to save on costs and, and, and use what we can to put towards the event itself, we decided to do it in the club. And then that formed into the, the non-alcohol and, and making it a non-alcohol friendly. And, and, and we thought about it, there really isn't another option as far as a formal non-alcoholic event or a formal event friendly for you know families <clears throat> and adults alike so that um, you know kids can come, kids can be present and it, you know, it's a fun environment and uh, you know, a celebratory environment too. So, and that's coming up on December 16th. Important because it's a fundraiser. It is. And, and boys and girls club can use every dollar it can get. Mm -hmm. uh, I just talked about this with our neighbor's farm and pantry. Uh, and matter of fact, I, I talked about this with um, the giving machines with the Harrington's yeah. who are doing the giving machines. The boys and girls club are in mm -hmm. the giving machine. So when that we opens are. up December 2nd, you can donate there. Seekus is the other local. And uh, Angel's Closet. Okay. Although uh, Camp Tati is also there, and that's a Lions thing. So it's okay. a kind of local mm -hmm. thing, even though it's mm -hmm. based in Prescott. Okay. But we can send special yeah. needs yeah. individuals there. Um, Boys and Girls Club and Seekus are the two that you benefit from donating to. Because you guys are both qualified charitable organizations mm -hmm. under the state. Yeah. So it goes against your state tax liability. Correct. And I think it's what, 400 for individuals, mm -hmm. yeah. eight yeah. for couples filing jointly, Correct. up to. Yeah. Can be any amount. Correct. So this is a good thing. Now, it I is. I don't know if buying tickets for the ball qualifies. Uh, you know, it. I, I can't answer that question either. I don't know for Talk sure. Talk to your financial advisor. Exactly. Talk to your financial advisor. I know that with the... The tax credit, we we do a campaign and a promotion at the beginning of the year where we, um, we through the tax coalition, we talk to individuals, usually friends and neighbors, um, but it's something that we can share with everyone, which is the tax credit. Uh, you can donate $400 as an individual, comes off of your tax to um, the state, or $800 as a couple comes off your tax debt to the state. Um, obviously, you can donate whether you have a tax debt or not, and, and there are many ways you can donate uh, to the Boys and Girls Club. And, and it should be noted, if you don't have a tax debt, you get that back. Correct. So it's, yes. you know, it's not like, oh my gosh, I can't donate because I don't owe. No, no, you can donate. You can still donate, correct. And, and you then get it back from the state. Yeah, so, and a lot of people don't understand that. And, yeah. and, and, and you know, like most statues and laws and ta tax laws, it, it's not... It's not just stated, this is what happens. Right. You know, you have to get through the garbly goop that is law, I guess, and legislation. But yes, you are correct. And so we'll start that campaign at the beginning of the year where we, um, through not only through the tax coalition, the Graham Greenlee County Tax Coalition, but through our club as well, um, we will get that information out there and ask for donations that as 
in that way as well. But I do so. know the giving machines donation does qualify. Yes, it does. So yes. if, if you go to the giving machines when they come here in December um, and you make a donation to the Boys and Girls Club, that will qualify you mm-hmm. because apparently you get, I think, an email receipt for your donation is what they said. Yeah. So um, so you'll have it for when you mm-hmm. t- file your taxes. So yeah, and any donations that come into the club, you're going to get one, an email receipt that, that tells you... Um, what you can use it for as far as tax filing goes or you know that you have that copy you can take to your tax person your financial person and and see if it does qualify and you know for the club's purposes we have year-round fundraisers we have year-round campaigns going uh currently right now we're uh pushing our giving tuesday 2023 and i don't know if you know people know this or understand but in the marketing world or in the merchandising world or in the world of business you have black friday um saturday is small business shop shop small shop small yeah um cyber cyber monday and so giving tuesday has come out of these efforts and and so the 28th is giving tuesday for um you know for the for this year for 2023 and the boys and girls club on their web page you can get to their donate um through boys and girls BGC of the com or dot org, excuse me, uh, will get you to the donation page and get you to it. Or you can look us up on Mighty Cause. Um, that is our fundraising platform that we use. You can do Mighty Cause, um, what is it? Mighty Cause Boys and Girls Club of the Gila Valley, I believe is what the link is. Either way, you can get these um, as a QR code. There's posters around town. Snap the QR code, it'll take you right to the donation page. But we're looking to grow and raise some money that way as well. That's current campaign. It's it's really important that the public be aware. Um, the city of Safford does a lot for the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful. They do not yep. only a cash donation, but uh, provide the building, mm-hmm. um, yep. etc. But the reality is, you're you're bursting at the seams. Oh yeah, and and there's a limit on how many kids you can serve, how many Correct. families yeah. that can benefit mm-hmm. from the great work that's happening there. If you don't fundraise, there's no way to find a larger space. Right. That you know, just just like in in business, when you scale up, you you've you've got to firm those sources of of revenue, or the sources that are going to pay for programs, pay for transportation, pay for the staffing pay for snacks. I mean, there, there's a million things, you know, that go into uh, keeping the club up and running. And so as we rely on, we're a nonprofit and we rely on not only government grants, but private grants, the individual donor is so very important. And uh, a lot of people don't realize the importance of the individual donor. The individual donor in some in some clubs is thirty to fifty percent of their revenue base. Um, they have a very broad community support. They have very broad uh, Tucson, for example. They have a large um, amount of individual donors, or you know, and recurring donors as well. And that's something that we're also looking at. We're looking. It's part of the programs and part of the not programs, but part of the fundraisers and the campaigns that I'm working on is to get more individual donors, to get that message out there to people that even $25 a month is going to help us in this process. It's going to help us provide snacks. It's going to help us provide 
even on the breaks now that we have in Safford where we have the two week breaks <clears throat> every so often, the club, if it's going to stay open and serve these children, we need to be able to fund that during those times. Um, and if we're going to do it on an all day basis because it is a break for kids, then it takes it takes more funding. So yes, the the club operates on the generosity and the charity of the community with which it's in, as well as grants and as well as government and private grants. But the as is if you can balance your revenue and balance where you're where you're getting your um, revenue from between private, uh, between business, between corporate, between individuals, between community groups, it makes it easier to get through the whole process on a yearly basis. Let me paint a nightmare scenario. Oh no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, this, like I said, the city of Safford, wonderful supporter of the, of the Boys and Girls Club of the Gila Valley. They want to support. Um, it's one of their missions. They believe in supporting the Boys and Girls Club. But the city is also subject to changes in the legislature. And I'll, I'll give you one that just happened within the last five to 10 years. Um, the public service retirement system, specifically as it applies to police and fire, wound up upside down. Mm-hmm. I think mainly because most of the guys were retiring, you know, men and women in, in law enforcement yeah, were retiring. Uh-huh. Um, and they basically went to the cities and the legislature went to the cities and said, you got to fund this. So Safford was looking at, I think it was eight million. Was it that much? I think it was eight. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong on the number. Yeah. But they all the cities negotiated with the legislature. Give us a little time because and Safford's not a big city. Tempe, yeah. Mesa, you know, Flagstaff, Yuma. I mean, these cities were looking at significant dollars. Yes. If the legislature didn't negotiate that and said, no, 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 you got to pay it all now. Well, the city's revenue is finite as well. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They cut out the extra spending, Correct. the non-essential spending. Mm-hmm. And essential for them is police, fire, yeah. roads, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that means... Safe House doesn't get a donation this year, and Boys and Girls Club doesn't get one, and uh, ACF of the Gila Valley doesn't get a donation this year. Um, that's that's the nightmare scenario. So if, it is. if you don't have donors backing you up, then your doors are closed, and exactly. now these families are unserved, and now what do these parents right. do? They have to mm-hmm. go to work. Yes. Yeah, it, I mean, it's... It, like any financial advice, I guess, you know, Susie Ormond says, diversify, diversify, don't keep all your eggs in one basket. And that's what we're, what we're trying to do. We're, you know, the mission of the club is to do is to diversify our revenue, uh, not be government grant heavy per se, and not be, um, private grant heavy, but spread that out, spread that out. And so that, you know, when nightmare scenarios happen, you know, can we take a 25% hit on our budget? and still be okay and still get the programs and still, you know, provide the services that we do and provide the space that we do for kids on the 75% that we are can count on at this point. And so, and yeah, that's part of our goal. And that's part of our goal moving forward is to diversify that fundraising and diversify where we're getting funds from, not, not specifically just the city or specifically just, um, 
Right. Exactly. You know, FMI is a wonderful donor. We know that. And, uh, but if FMI is our only donor and they can't do it one year for whatever reason, for whatever economic takes a dip and those COVID COVID affected their funding. (laughs) It did. It did. And, you know, and luckily there was legislation put in place that helped us get through that. And, uh, and you know, that's what legislation and that kind of budget and spending should be used for. But again, as a organization or as a nonprofit, as something that we want to continue for generations, that diversifying of the fundraising and the revenue efforts is, is crucial. And, and it's something that we're very cognizant of and something that we're doing specifically. So, like I said, there's, Many ways to donate, many ways to donate. Uh, BGC of the Gila Valley.org is the best way to get on our webpage. And then you can see, cause you can, you can donate for events. You can donate for supplies. You can donate as a tax credit. There's many tabs on there of ways to donate. You can donate for giving Tuesday, whatever campaign we're running as well. You know, that's, they're all for the effort of ensuring the revenues for the club. So the club can continue to do what it does. I, I learned this. See, I'm I'm naive. I'm sitting there going, well, it's a it's a wonderful organization. It does so much good for the community. Why wouldn't it keep going? And it was my wife who explained to me when she was the director at Secus. Well, you know, Secus gets a lot of money from actually the federal government. Mm-hmm. It comes from the Fed to the state. The state distributes mm-hmm. it out through things called COGS, mm-hmm. Council mm-hmm. of Governments. Ours is SEGO. Mm-hmm. Southeastern, yeah, yes. uh, right, Sego, Southeastern Arizona Governments Organization, which is Graham Greenlee, Cochise, and Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. I believe is our cog. And so it's it's this federal money flowing through these mm-hmm. these ways. And she said, Sego determines how much we get. So she's like, I I can't rely on a group based in Bisbee to know what services are needed in Clifton and Duncan, mm-hmm. let alone Safford Thatcher. Correct. Um, so she's like, I have to fundraise. Yeah. And so she, that's what she did. And, yeah. and it's the same for the Boys and Girls Club. It's the it same is. for Safe House. It's the same for GCRC. Right. GCRC gets a ton of money out of the state. Yeah. Which comes from the feds. Yeah. And I'm on that board. It, it yeah. changes monthly. It sure does. <laughs> and so you have to fundraise. And, you have to fundraise. And you know what? It's up to the individual which one they like. Exactly. And and that's there's nothing wrong with liking any one of the ones you right. like. Yeah. Just consider Boys and Girls Club because even And that's if, that's all we're asking is is consider Boys and Girls Club as as a community organization that serves the community serves the community's kids, serves the kids that need us most in the community. I'll give you one. You're serving people without kids. And and <laughs> here's why. When those kids are at the club, those kids are engaged, they're active, they're improving their their work in the classroom. They're not, and I was one of them, a latchkey kid. Now, my mom was a cop, so I was in fear of getting caught doing something wrong. But a lot of latchkey kids don't necessarily have the same fear I had. Yeah. Um, although I, I was, re- my family's Irish. I didn't know we shared something with the Mexican peoples. We didn't call it a chancla. Oh. 
But I did have a shoe thrown at me more than once. I'm sure you did. Um, but when when you've got latchkey kids, they they can get into t- trouble. Not saying all of them do, right? But they can yeah. because there there's nobody there, and right. kids don't know what's a what's the right decision to make when you're 12 or 13. Yeah. Well, the boys and girls club is there to show them the right yes. decision. So if you don't have kids, you're benefiting mm-hmm. because yeah. We're not seeing the volume of criminal damage that other communities see. Correct. Although we did just have a rash. Yeah, we uh, did. And you guys got hit. We did. So yeah. did GCRC. <clears throat> um, but it could be worse. And yes. I, I think it's not. We don't have the graffiti problem. We don't have the criminal yeah. damage problem because we have the Boys yeah. and Girls Club. Well, and, and you know, Boys and Girls Club is relatively new in this community. Relatively. 1999, I believe, is when... Uh, the club was started, <clears throat> but Boys and Girls Club of America have, has been around for 125 years. I mean, it's been around for a good century and more and all and based on the same ideal of serving the children in the community that need need that guidance, that need that space, that need that safe place and need that intervention I shouldn't say intervention but but need that adult presence or need that mentor presence or leader presence um, as a guiding force so if you're out and about just doing whatever as a kid and, and again you're challenged by the should I do it or should I not do it you're going through <laughs> puberty it's always do it right it's always do right, it regardless exactly. of how bad so, a decision it is yeah and the boys and girls club has has done that successfully for like i said a century or or more and and that's that's what we're doing we're continuing that or carrying the torch you know we play the long game we're you know we we're not we're providing a safe place for the kids and tomorrow they're going to be doctors no we play we're playing the long game we're we're providing the safe place we're providing the programs the education the skill sets for a continued adult happy life um you know productive life so you've got um one or two uh staff members who were boys and girls club members Mm -hmm. right yeah elsa that was with her with us last time right um was a former former club kid and in fact we uh we're using her as our marketing images for she literally is the poster child (laughs) she's literally our poster child right now so she she agreed to be the uh poster child for us uh for our giving tuesday campaign and uh so she was able to commandeer some old club pictures of herself and we just took them and put them on posters and and just i mean do the do the marketing thing that we do and and so yeah if you see any posters out there of, of a child that's elsa um, there is now a, a poster and, and um, some marketing going around where there's a side by side of her now and then a younger picture. But yeah, she's our poster child for this this Giving Tuesday 2023. <laughs> Perfect example of, yeah. of the good that comes from the club. Yes. 428-9494. Tell you what, going to take a quick break, give Nick a chance to catch his breath, take a drink of water. We'll be right back talking about the Boys and Girls Club right after this.
welcome back to Voice of the Valley here in the Chrysler uh, Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Nick Nordgrantaeus with the Boys and Girls Club is here. Uh, I'm telling you, folks, I got to set up bleachers or something because <laughs> talk during the break is always that's when truth comes out, and uh, and not that we weren't saying anything that wasn't truthful about the Boys and Girls Club. Of course, it really is. I here's my frustration with with our local boys and girls club. It has nothing to do with the club, has nothing to do with the organizers, has nothing to do with the administrators, has nothing to do with the kids. It's our club doesn't get the support that some other clubs do. Mm-hmm. LA gets wow tremendous does it support because some of the most famous people in the world came through, through the there. club. Mm-hmm. Las yeah. Vegas my mom lived in Las Vegas. I used to go by their main campus, yeah. and it's a campus. Andre Agassi funded the whole thing. Why? Because he was a club kid. Yes. And became one of the best tennis players in yes. the world and said, I'm going to spend my money here. Correct. We do have a famous alum. We do. Justin Gagey always makes time for the Boys and Girls Indeed. Club. Yep. We just have to somehow parlay that yeah. into massive funding like these other clubs yeah. get. So part part of our plan for next year, part of our, our D plan, uh, and part of the package for next year, corporate package, one is an alumni golf tournament. And so our ask, our goal, and what we're looking for is someone... Uh, as uh, someone like AG who is a an alum to participate in that golf tournament in in any way he can in any way he can he can help out and be that representative that weekend or you know for the golf for the alum golf tournament so that is one of the things that we're doing next year and that is one of the things we're we're looking to do you know some of these clubs San Diego Tucson they've all got some celebrity some famous person some big money alum some big money alum who uh lends their their time their face and not always money but their time their face and their efforts and their to the club and their networking which is yeah. so very important as we all know and and that brings those big donors like you know agassi and 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 those other club kids that well, say we denzel have. washington i think mm-hmm. is a is a i believe so yeah yeah, there's, and, there's and again, a whole supports a hundred percent there. Yeah, yeah. So yes, we're we are cognizant of it, and we're working in those avenues and those paths. And again, you know, we're diversifying all our efforts and including everything, not just the grant aspect. And so, you know, the goal is to grow the revenue so we can grow the club and the goal is to grow the revenue so we can ensure our legacy and our future and ensure that the club is around for you know many generations to come and this is part of it It, it's part of the growth process and you know we're looking to have uh, expand our programs music other things and and do stuff um, outside of what we've been doing thus far you know there are there were so many other programs at the bgca offers and that we have templates for that we can really use so gagey's a good example of the value of the club this is a young man look you can argue whether or not you like mma i understand some people don't yeah exactly. it, it's a violent sport it is um and i i appreciate that but justin went through the club graduated school high school here graduated from safford 
took what he learned into college, Mm -hmm. has a degree in socialism. Socialism, excuse me. Sociology. Sociology, not socialism. (laughs) He's not a socialist, I'm sorry. Sociology. And his goal is to work with at-risk youth. Yeah. Well, you get that from... The Boys and Girls Club. From great parents, Mm -hmm. which he did. From a great school system, Mm -hmm. which he did. And from the Boys and Girls Girls Club. Club. Mm -hmm. So, again... If you're supporting the Boys and Girls Club, you're not just supporting your kids or your grandkids. Even if you don't have kids, you're supporting the community. The community. Mm-hmm. So I I can't stress that enough because it's it's easy to forget that because I see it I see it with school bonds. Well, why should I vote yeah. for a school bond? Right. I don't have kids in school. I don't have kids. Well, you may have had kids a few years ago, and just because your grandkids are in a different mm-hmm. school district. Yeah doesn't mean a you didn't benefit and b you won't benefit correct yeah you know the the having a place a safe place for kids to go uh you know from all school ages and and then we provide so many opportunities for once they go into college because all you know most of our staff are college students uh, you know, there's three of us that aren't, <laughs> but most of the staff is, you know, college students. So it's, it's a continued thing. And the benefit of a boys and girls club in a community is innumerable there. There, it, it goes beyond so many, you know, actual data points that you can say, you know, 75% of our kids know the difference between right and wrong or so, you know, and we can give data points all day. But it's so much bigger than that. Um, those are just those are the facts that we can say. This is what's happening, and this is what the Boys and Girls Club produces. Uh, but the fact that you know we're running a Yule Ball where it's a family-friendly, all kids are invited in ages. It's formal. You know, we're going to have the food. We're going to have we're going to play with mocktails and have fun non-alcoholic beverages and and provide that safe place. Uh, for this kind of event in a setting where kids are safe and, and kids can and be a part of it. So, and that's December 16th. I was going to say, remind <laughs> everybody again, uh, yes. how do they get tickets? Uh, BGC of the Gila Valley.org will get you to that space and you can call the club directly. And I believe there is also a, a spot on mighty cause that um, is going up to buy tickets um i'll make sure that that happens by by thanksgiving um we've been concentrating more on the giving tuesday thing but it's time to it's time to introduce our yule ball and and get this inaugural event up and going and successful i'm assuming because it's at the club there will be a finite number of tickets correct so Uh, we we have a limit early (laughs) get them early get them now so and our you know, date night was wildly successful, more successful and, you know, produced more um, attendance than we had expected. But that's a good thing. That's a great thing. Nick Nordgren with the Boys and Girls Club. Again, Giving Tuesday. It's the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Make sure that you give uh, to a worthwhile organization. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And thank Always you. fun. And thank you all for listening as well. I appreciate it every single day. I'm out of here for now, but I'll be back tomorrow. Until then. You guys have a great day.